This is Aruna Krishnan. On today's episode of Lead That Thing, I talk to Andy Wines, President of Green Up Solutions and Military Leader. All right. Tell me about uh, how you got into leadership. How did you forge your path and uh, what made you feel like you wanted to get into leadership? I think, you know, there's, there's definitely, we talk about it when it comes to leadership, are leaders born, are they made? And, and like anything else in life, it's nature and nurture. Right. Um, for, for me, I feel like I was a born leader. Um, I, I struggled growing up in, in adolescence just because I was always a smaller kid and picked on and, but I always had a big mouth. So, uh, I, I was always I was always running my mouth um, because I, I thought I could do better. I could do better than mm-hmm. if I saw something that didn't look right, I would speak up. And and, oh, and if right. I thought and if there if there was something I wanted to learn, I learned very kinesthetically. So I learned by asking questions and getting involved and getting my hands dirty. I realized that all too often I was the first one to step up and try something new. I was the first one to question conventional wisdom. I was the first mm-hmm. one to question the question the the, the group think mentality and it got me yeah. in a lot of trouble i yeah. mean i was the first kid to get caught pretty much doing everything um <laughs> you know stealing smoking you name it i was the first one because i just <laughs> and so it's a weird way of saying leadership but yeah you know i remember even um i went to catholic school and i was the first one that said i didn't want to get confirmed because i wanted to stop and think about how i felt mm-hmm. about religion before mm-hmm. just going with the norm so yeah. and it was a lot of times people said it was rebellious and it was oh no, i want to I want to pave my own path, but right. in the same, same token, I was also the first one to get a job among my, my friends groups. And even in my family, I was the first one to move out. I was the first one to hmm. say, Nope, I'm going to go do my own thing. Yeah. And then I always found myself in leadership roles at work. And especially I, I felt that's where I felt strongest was when I was at work. So whether I was working for the gas yeah. station, I, I, I wanted to do things different and I wanted mm-hmm. to do things better instead of just going with the norm. And so, Right. Th- throughout my life, I felt like it's there. And then with the military, it yeah. groomed me to show me what right looked like. Because then you had individuals in leadership roles that were well-defined mm-hmm. and they had a mission versus mm-hmm. the civilian world where you have more managers and bosses. And, you know, manager yeah. and leader yeah. are two very different wor- oh, yes. words. Yeah. And so I saw what leadership was mm-hmm. in the military. And so now I take this forward leaning, I'm going to be the first, first guy to do the thing mm-hmm. mindset with the leadership mentality instilled in the military. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where and how I got where I'm at today. That's great. So you mentioned a point about leadership versus manager. And I want to hear a little bit more about that because I have a chapter in my book, but I definitely want to hear your perspective on what you think is the difference between the two. Oh, it, it, it is it is it is black and white difference, and <laughs> and there's a difference. There 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 are times where you need a manager, and mm-hmm. there are times where you need a leader. Mm-hmm. The, you know, uh, the visual representation is the, always the best for me to describe it. But mm-hmm. it's this simple: we should not manage people. There's never a time where you managing people is the best course of action. You lead people, mm-hmm. you manage processes. Oh wow! Okay. So, so think about it. Let's think, let's put it in a, a business setting. For example, mm-hmm. you can have a warehouse manager. They mm-hmm. manage the inventory. They mm-hmm. manage the equipment. They manage the process mm-hmm. because those are things that can be well defined. Mm-hmm. And and you put them in a box and you say this is the way we do things and it's mm-hmm. managed. 
However, when leading people, let's take that same role, a warehouse manager, if he has, if he's by himself, he's a manager, he's managing things, he's in charge of inventory, yeah. and he signs off for it, and, and if it's lost, he's, you know, he's liable. However, yeah. now if you have a leader, the leader's job mm-hmm. is to empower and train, coach yeah. and mentor the people within the process, within the system, mm-hmm. to execute the process but mm-hmm. also do it in a way where you recognize that there is a human psyche element, that yeah. there is a societal norm and cultural norm, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it's always moving. With a yes. process that works, mm-hmm. it doesn't change. Let's look at what's going on in the world. Hell, the last yeah. four months, oh, right? Gosh. Yeah. There, there was no managing. You cannot manage people in a pandemic. You cannot manage no. people when there's social <laughs> disruption. But yeah. you can lead them. And even at work, even let's sort of take our, our very sterile warehouse environment. Yeah. Do you want to lead them or manage them? Because what if you tell an employee, hey, this is the way we always do it. Do not deviate. Oh, this no. is this yeah. is it. Versus saying, hey, this is yeah. the way we do it. But if yeah. you find a better way, yes. let's talk about it. That's, yes. And it can be that simple. A leader says, let's figure it out together. A manager right. says, this is the way it's always been done. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And okay. No, that's great. It, yeah. It, it, it really is that simple. Are you... Mm-hmm. Are you encouraging people mm-hmm. or are you, are you putting them in a box? Because you can, you can achieve the same result if you say, hey, you know what? This is our process. It's been mm-hmm. tried and true. Um, mm-hmm. Let me support you, not even help. Yeah. Let me yeah. support you to mm-hmm. learn our process, but yeah. encourage you mm-hmm. to question things that maybe don't make sense. Because if yeah. someone feels open, if you, you create an environment where they, they're comfortable questioning, what if they say, well, hey, uh, why is this process this way? I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that they're challenging right. authority. Right. They're challenging conventional ones. It might be, hey, you know what? Yeah. You're right. The, the, the reason why you have to wear, you know, wear your hard hat is because yeah. you know, someone had inventory fall on them and cracked yeah. their skull open. Right. Okay. Versus saying, because I told you to. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Or you don't even, you don't even let them ask questions and you just <clears throat> expect blind obedience. And you don't oh. want that either. That's terrible leadership. I, or Yeah, it's not leadership at all. It's management, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's management because you, yeah. you just want the people to perform the function at that yeah. point. Yeah. No, no. Very, yeah, very well put and totally relate to all that. So when you kind of went from doing all your, uh, your jobs, you know, and taking the lead like from a civilian life, say, and then you went into the military, you said you learned something and you learned about how was that like leadership. So when you started to started to learn those things and embrace those things, uh, what were the things that you realized that, okay, this is what I can do different now. And this is what um, maybe I was doing wrong. And what, what was kind of that transition like for you? Like what I was doing wrong before? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I really, um, coming from the military, Mm-hmm. Is, is everything there's doctrine and there's a way of doing things. Mm-hmm. I definitely was guilty of micromanaging. Okay. I, I wanted everything to be my way. Mm-hmm. And especially with, when it was my company, there was, it was my yeah. way or no way. That was it. So yeah. I struggled with wanting to, um, wanting to uh, control every aspect mm-hmm. on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. So micromanagement. And, and actually I was worse in the military. And this was when I was a, younger leader uh-huh. in the military with a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the best way to be successful was to manage all the individual people. 
Uh-huh. And I was not, I was not leading them. I was getting compliance. I got yeah. them to do exactly what I wanted them to do, yeah. but I was not, but I was not leading them. Okay. And then you realize, you realize that, and then you realize there was yep. a need, need for change. So in that was that, were there people that helped you understand that? Like, so in terms of like mentors or uh, people that guided you? Yeah, there was, there was one person in particular. He was actually my subordinate. Mm-hmm. At the time, we were the same rank, but I was a position mm-hmm. above him. Mm-hmm. I was a platoon sergeant. He was a squad leader, but he mm-hmm. was probably maybe almost 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just had um, different life experience and more mm-hmm. life experience. Sure. And uh, th- there's one particular conversation I recall mm-hmm. in which he pretty much put his hands on me, put me up against the wall, <sighs> chewed me out. and. Okay. And that was a defining moment because I realized, you know what, I wasn't treating him yeah. with respect. I wasn't giving him um, what he needed mm-hmm. at the time as, as a uh, subordinate, for lack of yeah. a better term. Yeah. And, 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 and what he needed was he, he needed less from me. Mm-hmm. He needed more autonomy. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and once, once we had that, it, it got me to understand that, you know what, Andy, just check yourself at the door. There's mm-hmm. other people that are capable and, comp- and competent. Yeah. And um, it was a huge shift for me. So his yeah. name was uh, Staff Sergeant Sanchez. And uh, I, I vividly remember that conversation. Oh, wow. So that was like a, an aha moment for you, right? Like a Absolutely. self-reflection Absolutely. and yeah, yep. a defining moment almost. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty inspiring. Like when you have that and it kind of changes the way you start going forward right and how you treat yep. people and when you made that shift then did you start to see like how how people started to respond to you absolutely it was you know once once he he and i had that conversation yeah. i i adjusted the way i did business mm-hmm. once i adjusted then mm-hmm. um then it was uh i was different so mm-hmm. people therefore reacted and responded different yeah so again, it was, it was, it was because I changed people, you know, yeah, it wasn't right. like I had this aha moment and then didn't change. Yeah, I had, to, I had yeah. to, still, I still had to change. You can have the aha moment, but yeah. ultimately it's the change of behavior that people will recognize. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. So after the military, so you were in the military for 16 years. Okay. 16 years. Are you still in the military? Yep. But you own a couple of companies. Tell me how that, that works. Like, how do you balance that? Um, my, my obligation in the military is in the reserve. So it's only a few days a month now. Okay. But since my last deployment, I got back in 15. Um, I've been running, running hard, mm-hmm. owning businesses ever, you know, ever since early 2016 when I got back. So, okay. it's, um, you know, I don't do, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's not a lot of time commitments mm-hmm. to the military anymore. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, so with the business then coming back, uh, uh, you own a couple of businesses, and I think uh, maybe you can tell me about it. Um, the main business I'm in now is, is environmental consulting, um, and and even with uh, so with the environmental consulting, what I do now okay. is um, I utilize technology mm-hmm. like UV rays and antimicrobials mm-hmm. to create. Um, and or basically disinfect and protect, creating mm-hmm. hospital grade protection in everyday environments. So we bring in sustainable solutions mm-hmm. to combat um, infectious diseases. 
Okay. So, so in that sense, uh, who are some of like the people, your clients, like how you help out? Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's all, it's almost all businesses. Mm-hmm. So it's really any business that has people and, and people mm-hmm. that interact. And there are businesses of higher risk, like senior living facilities and daycares, yeah. okay. uh, hotels and hospitals, mm-hmm. and also everyday environments where people go and interact, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, manufacturing facilities that have multiple shifts and lots of employees, mm-hmm. gyms and fitness mm-hmm. centers where people are coming yeah. in and out of, you know, there, there's tons. I mean, really any business that has people. Yeah. And especially, you know, there's higher risk ones when they're more densely populated or, mm-hmm. uh, but any business where people are coming in and out of, and they want to keep their employees safe and protected because um, yeah. it's not that this is reactionary to COVID. We, yeah. We've had these technologies, we've, we've commercialized them, mm-hmm. but with COVID, we've realized how vulnerable we were and ill-prepared we are. Yeah. And, and yeah. now we have to have a more prepared readiness. You know, there's companies that have lost, you know, millions and even billions of dollars because they mm-hmm. were not prepared and we cannot put ourselves in that position again. Right, right. I think we, we had talked about like, okay, how you got there and uh, some of your role models or like the person that actually helped you realize that you had to change. Um, were there any challenges in like getting to where you got to, let's say in the military that, that you can talk about or think about? Uh, you know, we talk about being a leader. I, um, so my last deployment when I was Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, I saw things happening that did not fit military principles and doctrine. Mm-hmm. I saw things happen that were unethical and what mm. I consider to be immoral. Mm. There were things happening that um, I, I couldn't stand by and support. Mm-hmm. So I spoke, I spoke up against those things Yeah. and I got myself removed from my position. Mm. Oh. I got kicked out. I got kicked out of my platoon mm. and I eventually got kicked out of my company because uh, the particular leaders we had in the military at the time, wanted to protect each other and it was mm-hmm. a good old boy system oh, versus no. yeah doing what was right and mm-hmm. and i i went through some hard times i, I almost got demoted i i, I ended up having a, a really rough period mm-hmm. personally and professionally mm-hmm. and when it when it when it all shook out at the end mm-hmm. um, those particular leaders leaders were removed from their positions and i was promoted okay so how did you kind of come out of that challenge then like, uh, uh, how did you have to like talk to people and just kind of get? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah, it takes you know that same leader that you know I talked mm-hmm. about earlier that um, you know more or less cussed me out and mm-hmm. uh, he ended up being <clears throat> he ended up being my number one advocate. He was the one that I, I stood by and mm-hmm. he 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 ended up you know when I got removed from my position, we ended up being the same rank and, and in the same title and same mm-hmm. different different companies. You know, he ended up being my mentor. So the same guy that <laughs> I, I, I I didn't treat so great and yeah. being my mentor, and mm-hmm. that's just how it works sometimes. And yeah. um, and, and that that's very humbling, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we got through it, and and after getting through it, it was like, all right, well, this is this is the way it probably should have been from the get go. But okay. it was also humbling, you know. Let's go back to leadership versus management. They were trying to manage people, yeah, and not lead them, yeah, and um. I am notorious. Like my mom will tell you, my mom used to be my coach yeah. for volleyball. I mm-hmm. am unmanageable and I'm uncoachable. <laughs> I am, I am entrepreneurial. I am rebellious. Yeah. So 
when you're trying to manage someone that mm -hmm. is a, a natural born leader, they're yeah. going to fight back. And, oh, and yeah. I fought, I fought back and it got me into a lot of trouble because in the military, right. although there are great leaders and great leadership mm -hmm. principles, there's, there's right. you know, it's like any other organization, people are fallible. There's going to be people that aren't great. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes those people get in positions that um, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't, yeah. they shouldn't be. And, and they don't, yeah. they don't, and, and, and whatever they, and they don't use the best of their ability and they right. don't follow the system. You know, you can have a perfect process and a perfect system, but people yeah. aren't following it. It doesn't really right. matter. Right. So, um, in, in the military taught me, to, you know, that, that particular experience taught me that you can give everything you got. Mm -hmm. You can be, you can be right. Mm -hmm. Right. I was right. I yeah. was right. But yeah, I still ended up being wrong. My approach was wrong okay. and I got myself in trouble because of the way I mm -hmm. handled it. Mm-hmm. And that was very, very humbling, and it was a very yeah. tough period of my life. I've faced that in, in my world as well, where I know that something is wrong is happening, but yet the leader is not receptive. So what would you say is what should be the approach? Because you've been through this, and uh, if you could go back and fix what you did, what would you do? Uh, be more methodic. You okay. know, be more empathetic to what the, the senior leadership needed to hear. Mm. I, I responded uh, quickly and swiftly and, and emotionally versus yeah yeah uh, I had to relate what I saw yeah. to what they would understand and, and the mm -hmm. doctrine that they would understand mm -hmm. but because I, I lashed out because I was outspoken and I, it was one of those you know the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease or gets right. replaced right, right? And, yeah. and guess what the squeaky wheel got replaced because the other thing about the squeaky wheel is it's yeah. not performing I allowed Mm -hmm. what was going on in the world uh, in my world at the time yeah i allowed it to um negatively impact my ability to do my job yeah yeah so the squeaky wheel gets the grease yeah. but but at some point if the, if the wheel keeps squeaking right yeah. what's it doing it's slowing down the cart yeah so you you can you can you can squeak every now and then but yeah. if all you're doing is squeaking and you're not performing your job mm -hmm. you get the, mm -hmm. the, the wheel gets replaced yeah and i think that's that's great great advice and i think that's a great visual i might use that yeah. <laughs> quote me um, on it warmly and accurately <laughs> um okay so then probably the, like the final question is i guess i want i want to inspire others to follow a leadership path or if people are already on it and not doing it right i want to i guess i want your perspective on what do you say to a uh, people who are aspiring leaders, what advice would you give to them? Oh, the, 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 the same advice I give to anybody and everybody. Yeah. Do the thing. Yeah. And I say it just like that, right? Because look, yeah. okay, look at how you laugh. Because it's like, yeah, look at you. You want to, like, for example, you want to write a book, so what are you yeah. doing? You're oh. researching. You're writing. You're yeah. doing it. You're not asking permission. You're you totally right. Publisher. You're writing. You didn't, you didn't, you, hell, you didn't even ask me if you could, you know, you just said, hey, Andy, I'm going to hit record and I'm going to write, I'm writing a book. You told yeah. me I'm going to do this. I'm writing yeah. a book. Can I record you? And yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. That's hmm. it. That's right. Your verses. Yeah. You could have, you could have, you could have tiptoed around it or you could have, no, you're like, Hey, yeah. let's set up a meeting and you're yeah. writing the book. Yeah. So same with, I don't care if you're, you're five or you're 50. Yeah. Right. Do right. the thing. So if you're yes. an aspiring leader, okay, yeah. go lead. Um, yeah. yeah. Do it, and then also yes. do it your own freaking way. Yeah. As long as the as long as the end result is the same, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you got a proposal done. It was yes. it was it was done right. So yeah. 
What does it matter? I, and I challenge leaders mm-hmm. as you're, you're growing, you're going to find your way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it comes to your people, you tell them the what. This is what I need from you. That mm-hmm. is tangible. Mm-hmm. This is the end result. These are the KPIs. This is yes. the tangible, you know, take, take away the actionable thing at the end. Mm-hmm. Right? And then mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my why. This is why we have to do it. Mm-hmm. However, the individual you're leading has to figure out what's in between, and that right. is the how. Yes. Right? Let's look at what's going on in the world today. How many mm-hmm. leaders said in the past, well, you have to come to work nine to five. You have oh, to God. sit in your cubicle. You have yeah. to do all these things. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and then they realized, you know yeah. what? That employee yeah. is getting more done from a home Actually. than they yeah. ever did. Right. Or right. How, the flip side, how many employees were just milking it and you realize, God, I need them the whole time. The, <laughs> or the work they were doing was, you know, yeah. three people to do one person's job exactly. because – because, because we hired three people to do it. And, and yeah. now all of a sudden, we had to be lean. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, wow. How, you know, I question what our employees are doing all the time. Mm-hmm. Not because I question the employees, but hey, are we giving them too much or too little work? Right. 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 That's what, what, what can we do better as a leadership team? Mm-hmm. Um, do we have to hire more? Do we have to hire less? You know, what, what things are going on in the, in, in the world? I mean, we laid everybody off pretty much. Mm-hmm. The start mm-hmm. of the pandemic because oh. that right. we had to. We, mm-hmm. There wasn't any work. But now right. when we're scaling back, we're not just bringing back the same people. We're bringing yeah. back some of the same people. Yeah, but also, but it's your opportunity to kind of see like, okay, what didn't work and and kind yeah. of yeah redefine yeah. So, oh. you know, with, with with an organization, you know, this is more organizational leadership, kind of the next level strategic thing. Mm-hmm. I challenge I challenge individuals to question that word, organization. Mm-hmm. So if we look at the place you work, mm-hmm. or even, the, hell, not even work. Well, yeah, I'll say work, whether you get paid or not, right? Even if you go volunteer yeah. or go for nonprofit. Okay. Right. If we look at it as an organization, we have this mindset what an organization is. It's got structure. It's got a chain mm-hmm. of command. It's got some SOPs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now change that word to organism. Mm. Now... We have this living, breathing thing that moves through the world. Mm -hmm. It has a nucleus. And Mm -hmm. certainly that nucleus are the core values and principles. That nucleus Mm -hmm. are the core people. The nucleus are the norms, the cultural norms. But then you have this, but you know what? The nucleus will grow and expand, but the the nucleus does not limit the size the organism grows. So sometimes, you know, sometimes the, the nucleus will grow as the organism grows, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll decrease. You can't have a huge nucleus and then just a little organism. There's yeah. not enough workers. There's not right. enough good stuff, right? right? And, and then you have the outside of the nucleus, you have the, 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 the major mass. Well, those mm-hmm. are your processes. Those are your people. Those are the things that you do. And then you mm-hmm. have this wall around mm-hmm. it. We'll call it the cell wall. Yeah. And that is where we say, okay, hold on. We're going to let some things in. We're going to prevent some things from going out. Mm-hmm. We're also mm-hmm. going to be flexible enough to let yeah. you know to we're going to hold hold our walls. So yeah. yeah, we're going to prevent some things from getting out. We're going to prevent some things from staying in and out. <clears throat> and now let's look at toxicity. Mm-hmm. We all of a sudden yeah. have a toxic cancer that yeah. goes, goes in that wall. Oh do, yeah. Do, do we do we come together and surround it and form it and and get rid of it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a difference between cancer and a broken broken bone. 
A broken yeah. bone, you set and you forget. If someone, if there's a challenge with a person or a process, you fix it, you let it heal over time. Yeah. But as soon as someone is cancerous, right, right, we we will con- we, we you, know, you do, they gotta go. We gotta cut them out entirely. Yeah. Or we gotta envelop them, and, and and more often than not, with cancer, you gotta cut it out. You can't yeah. fight it with antibodies. This again, right. it's weird, and I'm not a biology person, but that's yeah. the best way I can describe it. That's a great thing analogy. The mm-hmm. other thing that happens with this organism mm-hmm. is that, you know, all too often in an interview, we mm-hmm. hear, do you think you're going to be a good fit for our culture? Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. It's all about the, the interviewee adapting the culture or the organization. Right, right. You right. know what? Every organiza- organism, every organization, mm-hmm. every time they hire somebody, yeah. that person mm-hmm. should and has an obligation mm-hmm. to impact the culture. Mm-hmm. Every time someone shows up, they have the opportunity to impact and create culture. Not, yes. not better, just different. If you say, hey, right. we started the company with three people, this is our culture. Well, when you get 30 <laughs> people, you can't have the exact same culture. Right. There, right. there are norms that new people are going to bring in. Right. There are old norms that are going to go away because they're no longer the norms. Yeah. And that's good and it's healthy, so the question should be mm-hmm. not. Are you good for the culture, our culture? Yeah. yeah. Right? It is yeah. got to be phrased in a way that says, you know, what culture are you going to bring to us? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to make the organism stronger? Right. Right. And now all of a sudden that person feels valued. Instead of being managed, right. now they're being led. Yes. yes. Part of the organism. That that's so wonderful. I really love yeah. that. I've never heard that. I think that visual is is really great. And yeah, you know, like so. I'm thinking about this. Like when we say toxic culture, and then going back to your um, example, it's it's everybody, right? It's not just the one person. It's like okay, it's everybody creating that to- toxic culture, right? Hundred percent. It's yeah. not the one person that acts yeah. out. The yeah. one person. If, you know, we say product of their environment, right? Let's yeah. just look at it that way. Yeah. They are a product of that environment. If the yeah. if the workplace allows them to be yeah. the jerk, there's mm-hmm. always the bully in the workplace. Right. Well, if we allow a bully yeah. within our within our membrane, right, we're no better than the bully. We're saying this is acceptable behavior. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, no, it's not. Well, what have you done about it? You were just like, right. well, that's that's wrong. Well, <laughs> go over there. Yeah. Address it. We'll yeah. go over here and tell leadership, hey, leadership, yeah. let's go here. Yeah. Let's address yeah. what we consider to be toxic behavior. Because yeah. this toxic behavior does not look like right. the DNA, yeah. does not look like the nucleus that we said this is our culture. But as mm. soon as we allow that bo- the bully, yeah. guess what? That is now part of our culture. Now, all of a sudden, it's okay to bully people. Now, it's okay to threaten right. people. Right. And then, and then people will say, well, no, it's not, really, because you're letting it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the military, more often than not, mm-hmm. we don't allow that to happen. Yes. In the military, we're leaders. We will go confront that person. Right. If we see something that's not within standard, we will call it out. Right, right. This was great. I love chatting with you. And it actually is very inspirational, even for me. I was just telling everyone I've talked to, like, you know, I'm trying to get this information about leaders, but it, it inspires me. And I learn from talking to each one of you. And uh, it inspires me to continue to lead. And yeah, I love this. I love I, this. I love it. I don't want to do yeah. all those. I don't want, right. I don't want to do those handshaking and 
yeah. social norm crap. No, I'm, right. I'm here to work. I'm here to yeah. express ideas. I'm yeah. here to test theories. I'm here to learn from others. Let's yes. do that. Yes. This is so wonderful. I love this. And do the thing. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. Thank you so much. You really made my yeah. morning and uh, great, great chat with you. I Andy. appreciate it. Right. Yeah. I, really, I look forward to uh, seeing the book. Yeah. Thank you so much and have a great day. Right. Okay. Yeah, you too. Take Bye-bye. care. Yep. Bye.